0: Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman, and I want to welcome you to the podcast. If there are any questions, please um, just shoot me an email or join us on Facebook at Christian Warrior Woman, Lisa Hawkins. And also, you could go on Amazon and you can get a copy of the book that'll go into more detail of some of the conversations that you may be listening to on this podcast. So I want to welcome you um, today and talk about taking action. I was in a small group today, and one of the things, whether you've read the book or listened to some of the podcasts... You know, people as Christians, we like to call everything gifts or whatever. But one of the things that the Lord has instilled in me is about taking action. And it really troubles me when I see women who they're just living, I'd call it just living out their, what I call basic life. They're not allowing themselves to be stretched. They may not be trying anything new, whether it's fear or uh, looking at it as a risk. But I guess I see the opposite that a risk is not living. A risk is not seeing who you can be. It's not pushing past the boundaries of your physical or your own mental limitations. And so what do I mean by that? We serve an awesome God. And when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we accepted him to be in our heart and for his spirit to abide in us. I see that as then my abilities have now moved beyond my thinking and beyond, and I and I really have then, no limitation. And so I want you to challenge what I'm saying because what I just said is what the word says. Does Jesus have a limitation? Whether it's sickness, whether it's finances, whether it's your marriage, or it's your children, does he have a limitation? So if we live knowing that we serve a risen savior who struggled, who was persecuted, who was abandoned, who was forsaken, and he is alive and in love with you, in love with me, and wanting to bless us, then what is holding us back? from receiving and experiencing. Worry, fear. How can we fear if we have Christ within us when he created the heavens? He was there, the heavens and the earth. That every cell in our body he has command over. And so for me, which I'm not saying by any means that I've perfected this. But what I allow myself to do is to stretch and push myself beyond what I think I'm capable of doing. Through new experiences, through um, different areas, whether it's my hobby, or whether it's a subject matter. Whether it's even with people When I see friends or even family and I see that they're limiting their gifting or they're limiting joy or they're limiting the opportunity to experience something new, I I can't resist but to push, whether they like it or not. Whether it's like, I'll give an example, a good friend of mine who has now passed and I had no idea. I took her to Hawaii with me and I had a place there and she was able to have her own space and enjoy it. But we went, oh gosh, now I got to remember the name of this thing. Parasailing, I think it is. And we I went up first and he took me up pretty high and I thought it was such a quiet and peaceful experience. So when she went up, I had him take her up higher. And she was kind of yelling below, and the guy was like, I don't think she's going to like this. And I said, take her higher. I just wanted her to experience something beyond what she was going to expect. And in that moment, I didn't know this, but she later testified that she heard the Lord tell her, that it was time to retire and for her to finally live in what she had dreamt of doing. And she had dreamt of, um, she had done a lot of missionary work and she had dreamt of going to South Africa and doing missionary work. She came down from that and didn't tell me initially, except she said, I heard him. And she went and did that for a couple of years And a couple of years later, she passed away. And the thing that I hold near and dear to my heart and my memory is that she did what she knew she was supposed to do. She didn't know how she was going to be able to afford it and do it or know all of the details. But she knew if she moved forward, took action, Got um, raised some money for folks to help support her get there. But she didn't know that. But what she decided to do was to put her thought, her feet, and her faith in a forward-moving motion. That led her to fulfill that dream and that call that God had for her. I would ask you. If you're in that quiet place, if you have a notebook, if you are thinking about what you might want to go into deep prayer about. Is to pray for courage. Courage to allow the Lord to put you in circumstances that are uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable. I told someone today, when I'm uncomfortable, I know I'm doing the Lord's work. Because see, comfortable, if I'm comfortable, if you're comfortable, then you're only doing and living based on your capability. But when you're uncomfortable and when you don't know the outcome and you don't know where you're headed and you may feel like I'm out on a limb, then there's only one person that you can pray to, that you can call out to that can save you, that can bring comfort, and that's Jesus. And so if you don't feel stressed, pressed, and maybe even a little lonely, God has you positioned to hear him clearer. He has you positioned to admit and humble yourself that you can't do this on your own. And that you need him. And that the only way that your feet can move forward in confidence is knowing he's there. And that means you have to submit. You have to say that I want this adventure. I will tell you, I have, the Lord has led me in areas in my lives that I would have never thought possible. Whether it was speaking at a gay a pride event where I did not expect the Lord to use me. It's not my testimony, but the Lord had that experience and never, he you know, he put me in a situation that was uncomfortable. No one ever there when I was speaking asked my sexuality. They assumed because I showed respect, and showed love, and gave a word that the Lord had me. I went in uncomfortable, but the Lord had his message received about knowing the word and having a relationship with the Lord. The Lord had me speak at an event in North Georgia in a church setting where I was the only person of any kind of color, and I actually shared this testimony today. And I wasn't afraid, even though um, some of my, one of the teammates who was Caucasian was with me. And she was alarmed and felt concerned of where we were and what could possibly happen. And in that moment, the Lord gave me that boldness of Stephen or one of the disciples. I had no fear, no worry about it, because I knew that I was doing the Lord's will. And that's what, that's when you know, when you're doing something above and beyond. And that night, a son who was whose father was head of the KKK in North Georgia stood and said the Lord told him that he was to apologize to me for the destruction his family has brought upon black people and the racism and, and the hate. I stood there thinking that I came to give a word. But the Lord gave me such a great gift as well, an experience that I'll never forget the rest of my life. That this man came forward, took my hand, and asked that I would pray for him. And to this day, I still stand stunned. Healings and blessings broke out that night. And it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I ask you, I, that wasn't what I prayed for. It wasn't um, something that I was looking for, but it was what I would call the bonus. And I want you to know that God has bonuses for you. That when we're faithful, He just doesn't meet our needs with 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 basic things. He goes above and beyond the experiences that I've had in seeing people healed by God, but also seeing God work miracles in my life of huge bills of, for example, an $8,000 bill that the Lord brought that money to my hands when my account had zero in less than a week. When you see how the Lord can miraculously Make things happen in your life. that That's what I'm talking about. When you're living above and beyond your mental capabilities, then you're living by faith. I am, to be honest, tired of hearing Christians telling me that, Christian women telling me that they have faith. But most of their conversation is about what they don't have, what they need, and complaining and, you know, basically sharing their doubt. But in the same breath, they're telling me how they're holy and they're faithful and they're honest with God. But yet their tongue gives them away. Is your tongue, is your thoughts giving you away on what you truly believe? And can you drop to your knees tonight or today, wherever you are hearing this from, and say, God, I want, you to lead and direct my life. I want to live by faith. I want to live in the miraculous and see the supernatural change my circumstances. I want to abide in the word and believe that the more I dig in your word, the more I will see the revelations of heaven and the power of my salvation be revealed in my life. I want to challenge you that we have to say it, walk it, believe it, and know that there is so much more available to us. You know, when people tell me, well, I'm praying for this, my question to them, what are you doing? Because along with those prayers have to come action. Faith without action Is just words. And we have to be a people that if you want to save the loss, then what corner are you willing to stand on? What medical facility are you willing to go to and lay hands and pray? How long will you stay after church to pray for people visiting who need support and need help? You see, we have to add what we truly believe our gifting and our power is in. And we have to turn that into actions. We have to do something, not just say something. If you want to lose weight, then you have to stop eating food that makes you gain weight or that's not healthy. If you want a long life, you may have to make better choices and decisions. Relieve your life of stress. Relieve your life of trying to live and follow someone else's journey and and carve out your own journey. If you want children... Who know and love the Lord, then you've got to get on your knees and pray and speak to them with a voice of love and speak yelling and screaming and making demands is not going to do it. But a heart that it, that listens is going to win them over. A person who always lives for the Lord, not just on Sundays, not just when church people are around but has love and has him in their heart always. You can't give offerings and buy your blessings because you're going to find when you get to that gate of heaven that it won't open for you. You can't buy man and people. You have to have love. You have to have faith. You have to have confidence. You have to have courage. You have to have boldness. And that all comes from your relationship with Jesus, the Son of God. We have to decide if we're going to live to please people, to please family, or are we living to please God. No matter if no one ever sees or gives you compliments. Or rewards you. God. Is going to bless. And has a reward for you. And has a life. That's full of blessings. And many years. Because what, you know, what does the word say? That when we honor our parents. When we honor living for the Lord. We have a long life. And I'm asking you today. To step out of your comfort zone and step into the supernatural journey. Step into an area that's beyond your understanding. You are not an expert of your life. Your plans for your life are limited. And God's plans are limitless. I want you I want from myself I want from my family and I want from my children to receive far greater than they can imagine yes does life have struggle and is it all roses and is it all sweet and sugary and spice no but when we have the moment to when we have the time and to capture those moments of joy and happiness and peace and love, we've got to run to it. We've got to embrace it. We can't sit and wait for doom and gloom to come. Life has enough of that that's going to come our way if we live long enough. But while the sun is shining, We need to be living our life in full bloom. We need to be living our life with the hope and the joy and the expectation of what our Father has in store for us. So I ask you today, if you have your health, you have your strength, and even if you don't, tomorrow is going to be a brighter day. And if we put our shoes on, We put our clothes on and we start walking and we start making those calls and making those moves. We're going to be trying new things and experiencing new laughter, new joy. We will meet new people. You don't have to be friendly with someone to lead them to Christ. You just have to be full with joy and hope and promise and integrity and they will see you without you ever opening up your mouth. They will see your life. They will see your joy and they will want it. And you may never know what they are praying in private to the Lord, but know that every day that we are above ground, we are a light to this world. And we must take it by force. Take your joy by force. Whether you got cancer, whether you've just recently divorced, whether you got financial issues, you have breath in your lungs, then you've got the fight to press forward. If you can breathe, then you can make it. And so I pray over you this day that every woman Who hears these words, I pray that the Lord will light a fire within your soul that will burn and that will bring you the promises and the joy and the healing that the Lord is waiting to release upon you and yours. Do not let the enemy steal your time in the sun. Do not let your days fall asunder. Do not live in your latter years with regret, but live knowing as I have chosen to not let a rock go unturned. Whether I fail and whether I win, I am going forward and I am experiencing and I'm stretching myself to know That I am living a limitless life. And I pray that for you. And I hope that for you. We smile whether our days are good or bad. Because we have a Savior that can bring us through it all. So today is your day. Choose life. Choose joy. Choose to believe in Jesus. And I promise you, the sun is going to shine bright on you each and every day. Be blessed. This message was for you. And I thank the Lord for his word and his faithfulness. Let's give him praise and honor. That he loves us, preserves us. And can restore us to fullness. Thank you. Amen.